Today, we're talking with the co-host of Hustle and Flowchart about navigating business partnerships, identifying great ways of marketing to your audience while truly serving them, and building a thriving business around a high-level podcast. And that's just the Notes version, so don't you change that dial or drop that phone. We're about to level it up and shatter the mold. Question. In a world where groupthink is the norm, others want what you've earned, and thinking for yourself will get a target painted on your back, how do you flip the script and level up your business, your money, relationships, your health, your status, and your life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and it's time to shatter the mold. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Shatter the Mold. Andrew S. Kaplan, really excited to be here with you today. We are almost at episode number 100, and as we get there, I keep getting these awesome guests that I just cannot wait to share with you. Today being a perfect example, but before we get there, quick update as always about the last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read. Thank you as always to everyone who continues to buy the book, who leaves those five-star rave reviews, and for those people also that email me personally to give me feedback on the book and let me know how you're using the content. I cannot begin to tell you how much I appreciate all the feedback and all the kind words and really just knowing that you guys are using the content. And a quick welcome to anyone who found out about the book from the Yahoo article late last year or the articles in USA Today or Forbes earlier this year. And of course, if you haven't checked out the book yet and you'd like to see what it's all about, you can feel free to go to lastlawofattractionbook.com and that'll auto-forward you to the Amazon listing where you can get it in Kindle or paperback or audiobook if you prefer. And if you don't want to pull out your wallet, but you still want to see what kind of content this really is about, I've got a YouTube channel where I've got free techniques, I've got some featured Law of Attraction guests, and a few other surprises. And you can check that out by going to youtube.com slash Cap. With that said, let's get straight to today's awesome guest. In fact, I'm going to switch up mics right now, and we're going to get into our conversation with Joe. All right, everyone. I am really excited for today's guest. Um, there's... The intro is not really going to do justice to this gentleman. In fact, the conversation will. But let's just start by saying Joe Fear is an investor, a podcaster. He's the co-host at Hustle and Flowchart. And I guess we can call him the co-host slash co-founder slash founder slash mastermind slash something to do with evergreenprofits.com. I'm sure we'll go deeper with that and what that means. But with that said, without any further ado, Shatter the Mold warmly welcomes Mr. Joe Fear. Joe, thank you so much for being here, my friend. And Appreciate welcome you, to Shatter the Mold. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. That's a cool intro. I like being the whatever of Evergreen Profits in the rest. <laughs> well, it's funny, the- man. I'm I'm the whatever of all some marvelous things. Sometimes I don't even know what to put down, but <laughs> it's actually this kind of leads us to one thing. When you say whatever, I think there's actually an implication of there that there's so many hats that you're wearing mm-hmm. and so many things that you're doing that it's like I don't even know what to title myself because where some people and we remember back from our 20s, they like to pull up that business card and they're like, oh, yeah. "Look what I am." it almost becomes a constraining thing now. It almost becomes like you're, you're pigeonholing yourself. You're limiting yourself by saying you're just mm. the founder or just the CEO or just the host. So I think it's yeah. kind of like it's turned on its head lately because a lot of people have become, um, you know, that, that old thing about, you know, uh, master of all, like master of all trades or master of some trades expert or something right. like that. It's yeah. like we find ourselves dipping into that, that pool. So I guess a good question is me giving you that intro what do you most associate yourself with in terms of dialogue or in terms of roles right now at what you do? Yeah, that's a, it's a great perspective and awareness you know, because yeah, you're right. When you start out, you, you're very specific or you want to be seen as this certain thing, it seems like, you know, in your business. Um, but yeah, now there are so many hats and, and I don't even know which hat is on currently. I mean, I know now, but 
<laughs> it's yeah you kind of get in the mix to where you're like okay this is like a kind of a wild machine that i've frankenstein together and that's that's really what it feels like for matt and i it's been a big experiment experimenting game and then we're like okay throw a little something here that sticks oh okay we could build off of that and i would say what what i love doing is just seeing patterns and i do that through and i think you share this as well andrew is connecting with people in a deep way that I feel like that, I mean, being a podcaster, we both are podcasters, so we're connecting here, but what I really enjoy doing is seeing how we can further that conversation. Like, so for us, that could turn into an affiliate promotion that we can then add into our email system, our content uh, schedule, you know, it's figuring out the opportunities that we might have in our business or the gaps. And then like one of these people can help us out with that. I mean, it's a lot of a lot of what I do is kind of connecting the dots from the conversations I'm having or these things that, um, you know, Matt and I are kind of scheming up together. We're like, oh, well, we really need some help on SEO. So we just had an SEO audit from one of our previous guests. So that's that's now going to help our content game and, you know, kind of really put optimize something that we had no clue about. I mean, in a, in a weird way, I feel like I'm just constantly bouncing around the connections in the sphere that we've this we've kind of created like an interesting web of connections and, and people that can really serve us, but we could serve them in a way. So yeah, I'm kind yeah. of looking in a, it's a very, it's a, I don't know how to, I guess a connector of anything, you know, it's I like connector you. of people and parts of our business. That's really yeah, where my mind is. And you, you drop Matt's name. Matt, of course, is your uh, co-founder, co-whatever, co-partner right. in crime, so to speak. And um, I'm actually I'm glad we brought him up because one thing that I don't even know if you know this, my first introduction to both of you was through a Podmax event. You know, uh-huh. shout out to to Josh, uh, who, who puts that together. Um, That's right. Along with Eric, if I remember correctly, like they've, they've got yeah. that thing going on. And I don't remember which one of you it was, but if I remember correctly, one of you mentioned how in your emails, like in the signature, there's kind of like a list of people that you want to meet. Is that you or Matt or both? That would be me. Yeah. Matt might have it as well, but yeah, I was the one that kind of stumbled into that strategy. (laughs) Yeah. So let's dig in. Cause I think this was, I was so fascinated by this. I'm like, Oh, if it is Joe, I've got to bring this up and kind of put it out there. (laughs) What's me, if you could speak to the motivation behind what you've got there in the signature, whenever you're emailing and and what it's done for you and your business. Yeah, man, this is, and this is what really lit up that whole connector thing. And now it's it's kind of weird because people are like, oh my God, you're the most connected guy. I'm like, well, it's kind of just being a podcaster and then placing things like this strategy in the middle of kind of every conversation I'm in. So what you're referring to is the strategy that we've dubbed and we've swiped it from some, uh, some other folks, well, Chet Holmes, uh, is called the Dream 100 strategy. He originally created that, um, I believe it's in the sales space primarily. What we, so how this came about is I was actually at a mastermind. We, we have a variety of masterminds. One guy, uh, Roland Frazier, who's part of Digital Marketer, pretty large company. I asked him, I was like, how are you getting some get, he, he gets amazing people to speak at traffic and conversion His you know, their big summits. They even, you know, Richard Branson's been there, Arnold Schwarzenegger. So he kind of said a couple things. He's like, well, you know, you can always pay a speaker fee. I'm like, okay, well, that's actually good to think about. Like as a podcaster, you don't typically think about that. Mm. Um, and, and I, you know, and he knew we were, we were trying to get some big names. So he's like, okay, well make me a list of like 20 names and I'll see who, what I can do. We ended up introducing a lot of people to us. So I thank him for that. 
But in that process of putting that, uh, all those names in a Google sheet. So I put it in a whole like spreadsheet and, and sent it to Roland. But I realized there was a little preview that was also attached to that email. It looked like a little attachment, you know, that I sent to him, you know, it's, it's just because Google's kind of placing a little preview, you know, inside a Gmail, which I was sending from or G Suite. And then I was just thinking about, I was like, what if I made this list and did a little something more with it? Like actually asked some people, Hey, do you know these folks like this list of names? And then just sent them an email about it. Well, I realized that, yeah, every first email you send to someone, if there's a link to a spreadsheet, then it's going to include this little attachment. I was like, well, what if I just put that in my footer or the signature space in every, you know, in my email? So any email I ever send, even to my bookkeeper or whoever, uh, they're going to see, hey, here's my dream 100 list uh, for our podcast. Do you know anyone? And it's, it's the wording, something like that in my signature. And it's just a, just a link straight to this Google sheet. It now has a list of about 100 names on there. So it's our top 100 people we'd love to get connected with. And I would say the lists are the, the people on that, that list are about, I would say 80% of them now are like one or two touches away from our current network. So that's obviously strategic because we want to have someone kind of make an easy little, little win, you know, someone yeah. that in passing, they can recommend someone that's what it's become, man. It's, it's pretty wild. It's like an intro every other day. I would say that's just automatic coming from that. Not always the specific person, but someone probably just like that person. If they, if uh, they don't know that, that one, yeah. it's just really cool, man. It's, this is like connecting on steroids and, yeah. you know, here you are, obviously, you know, you're paying lip service to where you got the idea from and most people, and I'll include myself, like, we'll the best work we can do often is standing on the shoulders of giants, but I don't think you're standing on some, you're actually taking a jump, a leap off their shoulders in that you've evolved it. You've taken it to a next step. And I think that's a wonderful message for people to hear, whether it's in the context of taking this idea and trying for themselves or just recognizing like, here's something where Joe recognized one thing. And then he kind of poured a little extra special sauce into there to make it that more, that's much more efficient and powerful and useful for his specific business and his specific life. So I kind of wanted to make sure to bring that up, let you explain it and let people hear it that way. Because I think just in that example, whether people follow that directly or not, there's a lot to be really learned from that. Oh, yeah. And you can apply it in so many ways, too. That's the, yeah, I just happen to apply it for podcasting, but you know, what if you are looking for different opportunities to guest on podcasts, you could do it almost the flip side too, uh, to get appearances. And, you know, people, I've just found that it's it's interesting, if you put it out there, people want to help you. And it doesn't, yes. it, they could just be someone that you just got connected to. And actually, those are typically the ones that are that want to help you a little more. Maybe, maybe you help them out. Uh, maybe you didn't. I don't know. It's, you're just asking. And now this is asking on, on steroids. It's automatic asking, which is really cool. Yeah. And it's, it's really cool. And I didn't used to, I mean, I used to understand this intellectually, but until I experienced it myself, I couldn't know without it going through, but I've really observed in my life that the people that want to help they're they've become successful and they're such good people. It's just a part of the equation with them. Hmm. Most people that are really in that place, like, when you're being helped by someone, it's actually, it's a really good thing, not just for the standpoint that they want to help you, but it's usually that type of person that can help. It's yeah. that type of person that knows the right people that are going to match up with you, that feels good about it. It actually fuels them. They're not trying to take something from you on the back end. They just, they want to be that cooperative person because they've discovered in their life, 
this thing just, it works. It feels good. Something happens. And there's something to be said about paying it forward. And, and I have situations where people have paid it forward to me and I've paid it forward to others. And we get things back, but not often from that source. It comes mm-hmm. from a completely different direction. And you kind of feel like, well, that might've been it, but actually doesn't matter whether that's it or not. All that matters is I'm staying in the habit. And yeah. that's to get the feeling I get talking to you that you're like engaged in this process through this list and through everything else that you're doing. You nailed it, man. And that's, it, it goes back to you and this book called The Go-Giver, which I'm sure you've heard or read about. I mean, Bob Berg, we just had him on the podcast. I don't think it's, it's not released yet, but I'm sure you'll hear it soon, Andrew. I can't wait. Uh, Yeah. I mean, he, I think it was his book was one of the, it was like the third or fourth book in business I read. Matt and I both read it. And we're just like, oh, this, it, it just makes so much sense to give first. And, and it's kind of without expectations. I mean, it's just, it becomes a part of our being and how we do business. And that's why we even podcast in the first place. It all started because we wanted to give away more free value for, uh, to people who wanted to listen to us. We just happen to know a lot of really interesting people, have a cool network. So we're like, why, why don't we just share this with more folks and see where that leads? And I feel like that's, that's what I, I, I can't stop myself <laughs> sometimes is uh, with like maybe creating a, like actually right before we started this podcast, I was creating some Loom videos for uh, prospective buyers of some of our affiliate products that we have out there. They're asking questions. Most people aren't going to create a Loom video and ask, you know, answer someone's question around an affiliate product, <laughs> let alone your own product. So I don't know. Sometimes, you know, it takes a little bit more time and effort, but I feel like it's that memorable thing, you know, you stay top of mind. And um, I mean, it's, it's translated into so many ways that that all interact with our customers as well, you know, doing things like Bonjoro videos that are personalized. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. It's now, really interesting. Through, through this conversation, we've brought up your podcast hustle flow charts a couple of times and, you know, from the outside looking in from where I am in my podcast, looking at yours, I mean, yours is a really highly successful podcast. It makes a huge impact. People love it. And I wanted to ask someone like you, who's kind of been on this road, right, from the beginning to where you are now. Well, I'm curious what your vision is for the podcast right now. I'm curious also if it's the same vision as it was when you began, and if not, how it's evolved. Mm, Yeah, it's evolved a ton. So it's probably changed good five, maybe six times. Can't totally count in between, but... Um, and it was, it was actually pretty funny in our, in that pod hacker course that you're also in or the membership, someone asked you like trying to figure out their perfect audience, you know, for the podcast. And I was like, don't stress over that. Like our audience has changed so many times over the years and they were <laughs> yeah. blown away by that. I'm like, well, you got to think about it. Your interests are going to change as well and your perspectives and you're going to modify maybe depending on what people want to hear too. So, you know, our, our whole the whole reason we started was to give free stuff out there. But at the same time, one of our intentions was to get some free consulting in a, in a kind of a selfish way. But we know that if we were selfish about it, we're also going to share some of the best content from our network, almost like a mini mastermind in a way. Mm. Um, just because the people that we're bringing on our show and still to this day, they usually kind of know us or, or at least they've, they've been introduced to us through a warm introduction. So pretty open across the board. So our whole thing was to literally give the best information we possibly could to folks. But in return, we're kind of getting free consulting because we would, you know, these folks would be happily sharing because they know we're going to help them out, spread their word as well. Uh, So over the years, I would say that it started very tactical. 
with marketing, you know, and, and we're, we didn't really know what we were doing to be very honest. <laughs> like we, we just knew that we wanted to package up this content and just see what happens, see what resonates that, that modified over the years. And I would say throughout maybe three years in, we finally got loose and comfortable enough to kind of like, okay, we're going to, we're going to upgrade the types of um, we're going to expand our reach a little bit. That's when the dream 100 strategy came into play. We really started to kind of, I think, extend from our circles. We were kind of in the digital marketing space a lot. And then we started to go into kind of the bigger influence, some celebrity-esque type folks, and then kind of expand further. And now where we're at with, I would say, the evolution, the vision of this podcast is we want to we want to take it away from just tactical and marketing focus, but still have an essence of that for entrepreneurs. But we want to really highlight high-level entrepreneurs or creators, people that are putting great things in the world and you know who have had great success and great results, but also highlight how they're staying happy and how they're sustaining that momentum, that maybe that hustle and drive that they've put in for years and years. But like now that they've kind of reached it, or at least they're at a point where it seems like they have from the outside, mm. how, how, are, how are you actually going to sustain that? And how can you tell, you know, folks, how are you feeling good about this? You know, what are, what are some of those practices that keep you motivated and, and still powering through every single day for folks? Wow. So, you know, what I love about that, and I hear this and kind of counterintuitively, when you're putting that piece out that's going to fuel the tactics, so to speak. Yeah. It's going to fuel the marketing approach because when people take that higher level stuff and they pour it into what they're doing at a more of a ground level, it's going to have like just basically a lot more leverage. And mm. also just want to backtrack a little because you mentioned that you kind of treated this like an hour of consulting, which to me really struck a chord because I, I kind of, sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't, but there's times, at least when I've been doing my podcast, where I've done the same thing, but it was strategic in the sense that, well, one, yeah, it'll be cool to get some stuff out. But also if I treat this person like a consultant that I've hired, it's going to help me ask better questions. It's going to help me take the conversation in a place that they're not used to going, even if it's just two or three of those questions, hopefully more. But even if there's just a couple of questions in there that they're not used to getting, but are so brilliant because it's perfect for what they are, I got to get that out. And it, it sounds to me like whether it's, it was on purpose or accidental, it seems like you've infused that style, at least in the past. And now it's just an automatic part of what you are, but into your interviewing to get that more information out to the people. hundred percent. Yeah. I would say we stumbled into it. We had a rough idea, a rough plan, and we just, we just trusted ourselves to kind of navigate it and, and yeah, and believe that, Hey, this is going to get us somewhere. At least it's going to get us further than we were before and help people along in the process. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's allowed us to evolve and it's just been, our show is, is a reflection of our own evolution. I mean, like when, when we're talking about, you know, the, the grind, the hustle and all that to get to a point, many of us are met with challenges, you know, happiness challenges, uh, just making sure we can actually, you know, handle everything that we built, the momentum, you know, maybe systems are breaking, people issues, a team, partner issues, having a, you know, a co-host or business partner that maybe, maybe you're not aligned with how things are going. I mean, all these things are common. Yeah. Like we've all experienced that in some way. So it's yeah. like, what, why not highlight that in a way where most of us are probably experiencing it right now, or at least, you know, we can share these experiences. So we're not feeling so alone yeah. while we're doing this. <laughs> well, it's so interesting that you bring that up because actually one of the questions I was going to have for you is like me, 
there's a certain luxury in that I'm I'm the one guy. I can do yeah. whatever I want with Shattered the Mold, and I've done a lot with it. I I pivoted when I brought my book out, and I I changed a bit of the the texture of like, okay, here's an actual business venture, and I'll keep people in the loop of what's going on. I didn't have to run that by anybody, but here you are. You're in a partnership, and I'm wondering, do you? W- was there anything where you guys like, is there any insight you can offer when you're as a partner and you guys have to level up and evolve? Because it's kind of like, in a way you've got to grow in at least somewhat of the same direction as you're doing this. For sure. Yeah, man. I mean, for a while. So Matt and I, you know, just to tell the folks uh, (laughs) listening, we've been working together and known each other for 15 years or something like that. Yeah. I think we known each other for about 15 and started working together on projects, maybe 13 years ago ish. So, you know, I have a lot of history with the guy, <laughs> luckily. And I think we have a pretty unique scenario. At least we've been told that. Um, but it wasn't until I'd say we really understood ourselves and matched our personalities and really got to know, like, how do we think? How do we communicate? How do we communicate with ourselves, but also with each other? Uh, that was super important. So taking tests like the, the DISC assessment, which I believe is still free, uh, at least it was at the time. Um, Enneagram, the Colby, the, it was the Colby and the disc actually specifically were the two that we looked at. And they had these comparisons where you can actually see the results from Matt and my results. And there was this, I remember this graph it was very clearly how separate we were <laughs> in terms of our approach. Mm-hmm. But we also shared a vision that, uh, that just showed, oh, this is why we could tick because we'll always know we're going the right direction or the, uh, the same ish direction more or less but it's it's more of the how we get there was where the friction was meeting for us you know it was yeah. like maybe a, an approach or you know something i would say or maybe some project i would bring into the fold that would like you know gets matt matt's and then vice versa you know so yeah i'd say understanding those things oh my god it was like light year <laughs> it was just, i see a <laughs> i see a brilliance in you going through those tests because when you have those tests it helps you identify what's different, meaning it helps you anticipate what the other person's going to disagree with. Maybe mm-hmm. an angle you want to take when you want to pitch them on something, maybe something you got to be ready for. Like it helps you. And I mean this in an honest way in a non manipulative way. It helps you navigate each other in a way yeah. where you're going to get to the solution with the least hurt feelings with the, the, the fastest answer that makes the most sense in that moment. That's what I get for feeling for. I'm assuming yeah. when you're testing and you're looking at that together. Hundred percent. I mean, it's just like any relationship, you know. Like, yeah, you you got to approach it with tact. You got to know what they're thinking, and uh, not everyone's going to be. You know, you can't communicate with everyone the same. So, I would say with a partnership, business, or or partner, you know, uh, you got to understand yourself and what makes you tick, what makes you happy and motivated, but also the other person. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a lot of us will just jump into projects without you know just thinking about the project itself and shoot for Matt and I, I don't know how many projects we've had over our, you know, our partnership together, but it's been ridiculously, you know, it's just all over the place. I feel like it's 50 things a week. So it's like, (laughs) we're not aligned on ourselves as a core, like a foundation that, you know, none of that stuff's going to work right. Right. Now, me observing from the outside, looking in my assumption and interpretation is that the business is really it the foundation is on the podcast mm-hmm. is that a correct assessment or the things going on in the background that i don't understand <laughs> there's a lot happening but i would say the podcast is that's the that's the core foundation of all content we create it's also the discovery engine for folks to find us initially um or at least 
maybe a, a second step. So like you found us through Podmax, which, you know, most people will find us through like a third, you know, some other channel, maybe we podcast guest or speak at an event. But yeah, typically the podcast is the thing that they're like, okay, I heard them from somewhere. Now I want to go check them out on the show. Mm-hmm. And I would say that's the, that's the relationship builder for us. Right. So I mean, Matt and I, in terms of content and thinking about our business, I mean, the 90% goes into the kind of guests, the kind of topics, the format, like what's going to happen on the podcast. Uh, the the creation of the content, of course, is huge, you know, so we'll, we'll put a lot of time and effort into that. But we know that the systems and our team and all that is going to be supporting the, the people who are on that podcast. You know, we have a lot of me- things that are happening after that that point in time but yeah in terms of our focus like it's 80 plus percent is content and then the rest of that is being strategic of what what do we do around the podcast and all this content we're creating Mm, got it now you you guys have a really healthy production schedule i mean almost a silly question but i'm just curious and it's my show so i'm gonna ask (laughs) um how much help do you have in terms of like the production and and the publishing do you have people helping with that or you guys doing a lot of the heavy lifting in terms of editing and things like that oh yeah yeah we definitely need a team now and systems to support uh did start with matt creating the episode or editing the episodes primarily Mm -hmm. Uh, but that that shifted pretty quick yeah he (laughs) started to get uh, he started uh, to lose his hair a bit and get a little crazy like okay it's time to to move this off right that's right yeah i mean (laughs) capacity issues he's like no so uh yeah we have a uh an editor in-house so we do everything in-house we didn't always do it this way but we have all these systems now dialed and it's pretty dang simple we're like okay we can do this in-house and then we we monetize this strategically in other ways which we can chat about if you wish uh, but yeah, we have an editor who does all the sh- um, the editing in um, audio and also does video editing. He's basically the head of content. So he helps distribute all this stuff, keeps an eye on some stats for us as well, mm-hmm. and reports all that back. And then the other key person on our team is Sue, who uh, writes all the show notes. She also writes these action guides that are like the cliff notes of every episode. So when someone listens to a podcast, they can opt in. Uh, for free and get those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick props to Sue because one thing I, I was meaning to bring up is I, I think an impressive part of your podcast specifically is that you have these notes that they, yeah. they're so thorough and it's it's like a, it's basically experiencing the podcast in a different way without even listening to it. Yeah, man. It's and that was that was only brought up because folks wanted to get the notes, you know, and they it was something I, I believe it was people asking about, you know, specifics in episodes. And we're like, you know what, there's a lot being lost, I feel like with because our content, I think from the beginning, it's always been about 45 minutes to an hour long. So mm. one of the things that when we started the podcast, we wanted to be different. We didn't want to be a run of the mill business type or marketing show because they're already out there. And, you know, of course, everyone's unique with their podcast. Everyone's going to have a, a unique angle. But we're like, what if we just kind of extended it far enough where it almost got people out of the mold a little bit, you know, out of the the typical questions they would receive on a podcast. And yeah, maybe we have a couple of those when we're starting out, but then we loosen folks up where we just see where the conversation goes. And, and we we always realize that's where the gold is, you know, like you just, it's like what you're doing. It sounds like you're just kind of listening and, and seeing where to navigate the conversation. It's that makes a great talk makes for a great episode. And I'll tell you, it's funny. I I should kick myself. I didn't even think to ask you about the monetization, but I should. And I'm glad you brought it up because there I did <laughs> want to ask you about that. Because I think 
again, regardless of what level of detail you want to go into, and please go as deep as you want, I think what you say can really help people, can inspire them, can help, you know, a few things will click in their brain as they speak, as they hear you speak. So, you know, as much as you want to share, how do you monetize this in a way that someone else might be able to think and like, oh, I can apply that to what I'm doing? Yeah, no, I'm happy to share everything because we always do and it it feels good. Um, And this goes back to Sue too, uh, you know, about the notes. So that's, Mm -hmm. it's perfect little segue. So going back to her, she writes these notes and every single episode we release, which we release two a week, and each of these are, they're actually now averaging above an hour each time because Matt and I are adding kind of this section at the end that we talk about what we just learned on the episode. So it's adding more time, but people love it. Yeah. And we love doing it. So, you know, there's a good hour and 20 minutes maybe per episode. So that's why those action guides are even more in demand than ever. So we always give people two weeks to get the action guides. So those are the cliff notes that Sue writes. And they're about three to four pages long of, you know, the gold nuggets or the strategies, the specific processes that we might've covered in the episode that people might've missed, you know, some details. So we say, okay, you have two weeks to go get this, uh, these episode action guides, just go over here. And after two weeks, those actually go into our membership area, Evergreen Profits membership area and newsletter that we offer folks $15 a month uh, for a physical version. And we actually send out I wish I opened it, but it's a, it's on my desk. The package is here. It's unopened, but it's uh, the <laughs> newsletter for the last month. And um, there's a digital version as well. So that's 59 a year. Nice. And that is, so that's, that's how we monetize everything we do in terms of content is we, we always have this path. Or we're always thinking what's the next step for folks when they're consuming anything. So podcast. Okay. What's the next logical thing that they might find useful? Oh, get the notes. You know, I'm sure people aren't taking notes all the time. They might be driving and they're, you know, they're going to miss some nugget and they're going to probably try to wonder, like, what was that thing I let? Well, don't worry. We got the notes for you. Um, And then, of course, you know, if if it's past the two week period or if if people just want more, then the next logical action is to have them all. You know, Mm. we have almost 400 episodes or so and they're all, they all have notes on them now. We've actually went back and <laughs> recorded all the notes from from previous episodes too so and let me know if i'm off but is uh affiliates come into play also for this that's a big part yeah so we have this i would say it starts at the membership and we see that as this is our this is our pond of this is our community of essentially all the folks that are listening to us that have that tight bond with us so affiliate marketing makes up for about 65 70 percent of our revenue of our oh, business wow. yeah okay. and that's it's substantial. And luckily that, that actually allowed us to transition to podcasting in the first spot in our first place. So as to really put a lot of focus on free content and then think, okay, well, it's probably going to create a nice pond of folks, you know, a big pool tribe of folks, and then we can do some other cool stuff on the back end there. Yeah. Um, so affiliate marketing for us really is driven through the journey that we're taking folks on. So based off of any interests, that uh, through our email, and this is where it gets a little nerdy and stuff, but um, <laughs> through our email system, we have all these different triggers and things that if someone clicks, let's say shopping cart, you know, like they're interested in increasing conversions on their website. Well, we might send them a, an article or a, an email around that topic. And if they click it, then that might trigger some, uh, another sequence of emails that is going to be focused on that topic. Mm-hmm. So that I we, love it. 
yeah, we approach I'd say all of our marketing in a way that's very intent based. And you know, if someone's going to raise their hand, well, we're going to set you up with your own personal rabbit hole if you wish to go down there. Yeah, you know, I don't know if they if, they, if there's a, like they make that a term yet. I've never personally heard it, but so I hope I'm not ripping someone else off right now when I say <laughs> it. But it's almost like hand raise marketing or raise yeah. your hand marketing or something because it sounds like that's what you're doing here. And just to speak to the audience here and pay you a compliment, what I'm getting here is you're using this content and this access available content that fuels a community that fuels these opportunities to match them with value that also simultaneously puts money in your pocket that then fuels your ability to continue the content that grows the community that pours more money. And it's like this circular thing and you've put the, and you call it nerdy. I say nerdy in a good way. You've again, it's like raise your hand marketing where you're like, you're not going to shove uh, um, you know, a misguided or, or inappropriate advertisement down someone's throat, you're going to match what they're showing interest in because it's like an opportunity thing. It's kind of like, you know, I liken it because here I'm, I'm all about my book and selling it. It's kind of like what Amazon does where yeah. you, you advertise your book and you put it, it's like, you know, customers who bought your book will also bought this or people might also like this. You're putting it in the place. You're positioning in front of the exact right people that are in the mood for that, that are looking for that. So I see a real brilliance and I've got to, you know, give you and Matt pro- and your team props for creating something like this so well. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And that's exactly it. And I, I've never labeled it as such. Andrew, <laughs> Actually, feel I think, free to coin that man. If you want to take it, cause you're doing it. I'm not doing it. So if you, if you find the value in that man, here's me saying, please, by all means, take it. Thank you. I, I just might. Yeah. Matt and I are doing a whole game planning day tomorrow. So I'll bring you up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, we can figure like out. Andrew requested that when we say for the first time, we credit this man who sold the last law of attraction book you'll ever need to read available on Amazon last law of attraction book.com. He wanted me to say all that. I don't know why, but besides <laughs> that, he said it's all ours. Thousands of reviews. <laughs> Five star reviews. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, man. <laughs> but it's true. You're, I mean, it's the way that I always present it is I do I do make the relation and say, like, yeah, those are people raising their hands. Like I have I've thought of it that way. And and I mean it's a isn't isn't it the best way to communicate and market to anything anyways? I mean it's Yes. It's like not only the best, it's like it's the way because right. it's a way in which everyone wins. It's like I mean we both have obviously, you know, I hear you say Chet Holmes. That means we've mm-hmm. both read a lot of sales books and we understand sure. that. And we both know that people hate to be sold. Yeah. You know, they, they love to be, I don't know the right term. I forgot the, the expression, but they love to be like offered an opportunity. There's probably yeah. a better way of saying that, but they hate being sold. And yeah. it sounds like you've created a solution that you're not selling them. You're providing them with an opportunity that matches up with what they want anyway. That's it. Yeah. And I mean, a simple, you know, I always think, okay, so there's problems, there's solutions and results, you know, it's like just a simple formula and we all have our own, I would say content and, you know, putting podcasts out there stirs up a lot of potential problems that people have, you know, and they're like, or there might be a gap in their business and they're like, Oh, that's interesting. You know, or this thing. And it's just, it's a perspective change. I feel like that's what a podcast really does well is it, it gives people ideas or a new lens to look at things that they might not have thought of before. Yeah. And then because of that, you can kind of take them down the rabbit hole if they choose to raise their hand and ask for more information around that thing. Yeah. And quick little point before moving on, mm-hmm. I'm saying I'm not publishing this yet. So you have an opportunity. If I were you, because I'm, I'm really, even though I honestly think this is a really cool thing, I'm not going to try to take it. 
if you're interested, you might want to go on GoDaddy and see if RaiseYourHandMarketing.com is available and someone hasn't taken it yet. So here's me I'll telling do. you before I publish it in case you want to get your hands on it first and it's not taken already. Um, I'll do that after after the fact. Yeah, man. But like now, <laughs> now you. that I said that to you, one other thing that I want to highlight here, and I think it's really important, um, and this is my philosophy. I'm a huge proponent of turning a perceived weakness into a strength. Hmm. And here we are a situation where you was like your road, you, the way you, you know, you and Matt goes like, it's gotta be like a lot of value here. It's gotta be a lot of content. So for the things that you do, you can't have a 20 minute or 30 minute podcast, even though there's a strategy involved like that. There's a philosophy that you get someone on their commute, you get someone working out at the gym. You already know that the conversations that you go into can't satisfy that anyway. So you're going the opposite direction and making an hour and 20 minutes and doing, you know, the, Um, the notes and doing all this extra stuff you're gonna go heavy it's like if you can't condense it into that one piece to adhere to that philosophy of success you're gonna go the opposite direction it seems and you're really making a win out of that and making more value through that method Mm, yeah no it's it's very true I mean it's we've toyed with the shorter form before yeah we actually had a show it was a spin-off show of our so we have hustle and flu chart is our podcast and then we had for about a year and a half or so hustle and flu shorts which were, it's, it's still live, but we're not putting new episodes out just because honestly, I, I, it was a test, you know, and we wanted to see what was, what was going to happen. But those were like, I think they were 10 to 15 minute clips or mm. long episodes, but they were clips from our main show. So see, yeah. <laughs> that speaks to me, Joe. It's like our brains work very differently. And I'm going to give you props because if I was going to do a short version, I would call it Huss. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I like it though. Nice and creative, right? Yeah. But, you know, it's it's also funny, and I, I feel like you understand this. Um, me, because I've gone to the level where my all my conversations will go thirty-five to fifty-five minutes usually. Sure. I it's hard for me to try. I almost feel like I'm rushing the guest if I was even to try to create a twenty-minute format because. Yep. There's that, there's those warm up conversations, which in and of themselves give out gold, but there's, you know, there's, um, there's a life to this, the way there's an unfolding of a conversation that sometimes the gold is waiting till that minute number 20 and you don't want to be wrapping up the conversation. Then you want to go a little bit deeper. hundred percent, man. Yeah. I mean, that is, that is the point. And that's why we love the longer form. I mean, we can, if we wanted to, sure, we can crank out a bunch of shorter form, 20 minute conversation, 15, 20 minutes, but it doesn't feel right. Yeah. You're in, and like you said, it's, we're not, we're not in this just to have a bunch of content and conversations out there. We want to have a true connection with people and actually get, get what's actually happening under the the shell or, or, you know, like the, the mask, like it's the, the face that everyone sees, but like, there's a deeper story behind all of this. And yeah. if we can get that, it, in our case yeah it's it's actually really interesting we found after what 300 and i think it's like 60 episodes now of doing this kind of format it's right around the 30 minute mark especially folks that we don't really have any a lot of rapport with yet it takes about that long 20 30 minutes on average you're like there's like a defining moment i don't know if listeners can hear it so much but it's when it's when we're looking and when we're thinking you know working through the conversation we're like oh they just dropped in and now they're comfortable we just re- reached a whole new level that you can just tell now they're happy. They're excited. Maybe we hit on a vein that we could just tell lit them up. Yeah. Cause that's what we found is the the topic that a lot of folks come in with, you know, whatever topic that they're experts in, 
I mean, I'm sure they're very motivated and happy to talk about it, but there's usually this other thing. Maybe it's a trip that they just went on or something else that they're excited about that's maybe in business or maybe not in business, but it's somehow related. We found like, if we can just get to that point and find that thing, then it can make up for like this unique interview that it just brings up all the energy, you know, it, it gets the guest being like, that was the most fun podcast I've ever been on. Or mm. I wasn't expecting that to go there. And we're like, that's music to our ears at the end of it. Like, did our job. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know. You know when they went in a whole new direction. Now, with that said, I'm actually, I'm going to kind of even break rapport on that because I did want to ask you something before we were done. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because I know that you might have a really cool answer, not to put a lot of pressure on you. But seeing as how we've already gone down this road and we've discussed the things we've discussed, what to you, based on your experience, is a really solid piece of business or marketing advice that you think is good to share with listeners right now? I would say, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is similar on this topic is to what scares you the most uh, in business or what scares a lot of folks, people uh, haven't, haven't framed this perfectly yet, but basically get comfortable giving away more Mm. of your, of whatever that is, your secret sauce in your business or some, concept some strategy i mean like the dream 100 strategy for instance yep yep uh, that's something that many people have said you should make that into a product or package it i mean it's part of our one of our you know the pod hacker membership that we have out there but you know I'm, I'm happy to share that for free and that's one of those things that people have said like that's helped me so much oh my god i can't believe you share it. i'm like well I just know it, it It catches attention and it really is serving people. And I feel like if you can get comfortable with giving away some of your best stuff, it's going to break down the barriers that people might have had around you. You know, and that's where just get really good at giving. I would say it's in getting a habit of it and how you can do that consistently in some way. I love if that. You, I'm yeah. not sure if he coined the term, but I remember learning from Eben Pagan. He called it moving the free line. Oh yeah. And yeah. it was like that thing where, if you give this much for free, like, wow, if I'm getting this much for free, imagine when I pay the money that this person's selling on XYZ, yeah. they understand that you're going to do that. So I love that. Um, <laughs> looking at my clock and one on your schedule, third <laughs> to last question for you, based on what we've done already, is there anything that you wanted to cover or bring up that we just didn't touch on yet that you're inspired to bring up? Man, I, I actually, <laughs> you're hitting on all the, the key points that I love chatting about, which is the giving approach. I feel like, I mean, that's, I can't stop myself sometimes. So um, <laughs> I'm happy that I feel like we share the commonalities there and uh, and you see the value in it. And I know, I feel like a lot of, I just want people to get that perspective. I feel like there's a, yeah, everyone can get personalized and give more. So I guess mm-hmm. down the personalization side of things, that's something I mentioned that I do around affiliate marketing. You know, and these are people who are not our customers currently, and most people don't even know us yet. So we we do promote a lot of things, and typically it's in line with the content plan, like I was kind of saying. But sometimes it gets out. Maybe uh, we have some ranked pages, you know, or some ads that we run. Yeah. So. We, I've, I've reached out to so many people just personally, you know, maybe they join our Facebook group and have a question. Well, instead of just answering it right there, I'm going to send them a message and send them a Loom video or, you know, a customer who joins like all the pod hacker customers that join our membership. I send a, a Loom or a Bonjoro video, you know, and I don't have a perfect system here, but like two weeks out from, from after joining, 
as like a check-in. Yeah. And there's a couple of questions you can ask, you know, like, how are you doing? Any quick wins or any feedback, anything that we can improve your experience and make this the best. Those little things. I mean, I feel like those are the extras that people will remember and the feedback I get, it's like, oh my God, I was not expecting this or, oh my God, this made my day. I'm like, huh, well, I wasn't trying to. Mm. <laughs> I mean, another one is after podcast days, I'll record a video, a loom on my phone, usually go in my backyard or somewhere outside and send a thank you video to who we just recorded with. And I think it's, I mean, this goes for everyone. You know, it could be like a big name speaker or just someone who even is really good buddies with us. I want to give appreciation to them, but show my face and kind of take them along with me outside. And it, it's just, it, I feel like it always up levels the relationship. And yeah. when, especially never when you're coming from a good place, it'll, it'll be automatic. And by the way, yeah. not that anyone listening has to spend money, but I remember when I first joined your Facebook group and you did intros and I'm like, yeah. I don't want to like pump myself. No, no. What's your book about? And I said, like, I bought it. I'm like, cool. Like, That's it's right. really, I was excited. I mean, you know, I'll take the couple dollars commission, but I was just excited that someone else was interested in my work and, and mm-hmm. was forward. And these things make a difference. Again, you don't have to spend money, but when you show an interest in people, they do remember it by, you know, it. it just, it stays with them. Speaking of which, I imagine, you know, we should bring up your Facebook group, but also <laughs> if people listening to this want to connect with you or they want to learn more about you, what is the best way or ways for them to do so? I would say, well, uh, the podcast is is how you can definitely hear us, you know, hustle and flow chart, but um, reach out. I would say the Facebook group's actually one of the better ways because I'm in there almost daily and um, and you can then collaborate with, you know, Matt's in there too. So he's pretty easy to connect with. He's kind of this other brain of mine. Hmm. But that's at, uh, I mean, a quick URL is flowchartgroup.com. Well, it's just a little redirect that goes right to the group. Easy to remember, but what I'll do is I'll put that link in the audio place on Shattered Mode podcast where this episode resides and yeah. in the YouTube description. So wherever people are consuming this, they'll be able to just click very easily. Um, last question for you, my friend. Um, and I love asking this to my guests because you never know what you're going to get. But if you can go back in time, 10, 15, 20, even 25 years in the past and give a younger version of yourself any piece of advice, it could be life advice. It could be business advice. It doesn't matter what would you give that younger version of yourself? Oh, man, that's a great question. Uh, yeah, I feel like I could think about this one for a while, but the first thing that comes to mind is is just do it. Like, start, get momentum in whatever that thing is that I feel like I want. If I believe it, I know it's possible. And it's just, it's getting that locked in my mind to actually take action and go. Um, there've been a lot of times where I've locked up or I've felt like oh, I'm not good enough or shy around certain people. It's like after chatting to so many powerful or, you know, successful or whoever people, it's like, everyone's the same. <laughs> so it's like, don't be nervous. Cool. Well, that's, that's not, that's a non-issue. And then, you know, it's never going to be perfect, right? When you start, something's always going to break. So, you know, to coin my buddy, Chris Kremitos over at PodFest, start ugly, just go, just do it. So yeah, I would tell myself to stop, stop being in my head so much and believe it, truly believe it and just go for it. Mm, Love that. The hamster's running on the wheel. You might as well be running along with it, right? There you go, man. Yeah. Run faster. (laughs) See what (laughs) you can do there. (laughs) Make sure it doesn't catch up. Well, Joe, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for sharing your insight. I'm looking forward to publishing this episode and, and getting this 
into people's ears, so to speak, and, yeah. and letting them consume it and use it. Because I think this is a wonderful miniature masterclass on basically building an, um, a business through your podcast as a foundation. So mm-hmm. thanks so much for talking to me today, man. I really appreciate thanks, it. Andrew. Yeah, this is a fun time. And you definitely, uh, it's one of the more fun, fun times I've had. So <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take the compliment of the day. Thank you, my man. <laughs> Thank you again, Joe. That was an absolutely amazing interview. I really appreciate it. Guys, you definitely want to check out the Hustle and Flowchart podcast. I'll be leaving the links for this along with the Facebook group as well in the YouTube description if you're watching this on video. Or if you're listening on audio, you can check this out at ShatteredAmoldPodcast.com where this episode resides. And while I'm giving out links, another final reminder, if you want to check out my book, The Last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read, simply go to LastLawOfAttractionBook.com. That'll auto-forward you to the Amazon listing. Or you can check out the free content at YouTube.com slash Andrew Cap. With that said, that's all I've got for you today. But we've got some more awesome guests on the way soon. So stay tuned and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Shatter the Mold at www.shatterthemoldpodcast.com. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and it's time to shatter the mold.